The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. your Friday, June 14th edition. Got a 15-game slate on tap for you tonight. Lots of good stuff. Some big-name pitchers, but we're not on them all. It'll be interesting to see how it goes tonight. Uh, we got the totals for your slate. D-backs Nationals, 7.5. Red Sox Orioles, 9.5. Indians Tigers, 9.5. Angels Rays, 7.5. Pirates Marlins, 8.5. Cardinals Mets, 8.5. Rating on the Rangers and the Reds as they're having some issues deciding who's pitching in Texas. Uh, Pittsburgh, or da, 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 Philadelphia, Atlanta, 9.5. Royals, Twins, 10. Yankees, White Sox, 9. Blue Jays, Astros, 8. Padres, Colorado, Coors Field, special, 12.5. Mariners, A's, 9. Cubs, Dodgers, 8. Brewers, Giants, 8.5. So, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 of the 14 available totals are over 9. So, we got some offense per the use. Looking at your weather, first look, as a lot can change throughout the day. Blowing up to right field in in, uh, in, the, in Queens, St. Louis at the Mets. Cleveland, Detroit blowing in from right field about 15 miles an hour. Kansas City, Minnesota blowing out to left field about 10 miles an hour with rain as the night goes on. So keep an eye on that one. A couple of other little rain spots out there don't look too bad, but things can change throughout the day. So keep an eye on all that good stuff. Let's get at it. You have five, six pitchers at 10K and above. We're looking at three of them. Garrett Cole, 11, 9. At home against the Toronto Blue Jays, Cole has been outstanding this year. 27 draft games points on average at home. Coming off 38.8 against Baltimore. Uh, his other recent home start, 35 against the Cubs. Had a scuffle against the White Sox. Then 37 against Texas. 24 against Kansas City. 28 against Cleveland. He is just a cash game lock it load at home. He's facing a Toronto Blue Jays team that swung it well in Baltimore, but that's the Baltimore Orioles. Garrett Cole's a minus 270 home favorite. Toronto strikes out 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Everything is looking great for Cole, and that's why he's 11-9. That just kind of makes total sense. Toronto's got a 2.6 team total. Lefty's 258. 251, righty's 258. So Garrett Cole at 11-9. Outstanding play if you want to play all the way up. Next up, Robbie Ray, 10-1 at the Washington Nationals. I skipped a few guys. I want to save some cash. Uh, I, I like the D-backs offense. You can go Scherzer. Scherzer's a great play, but we've seen of late how he's kind of 
you know, sketchy at times, but also still gets it done. So pick your poison, but like 33, 47, 18, 28, 18, 24, 27, 20. He's a great play against Arizona. There's no sugarcoating that. I just respect the hell out of Arizona's offense. Uh, there is a lot to like there with that D-backs offense. They strike out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. You know, when you break it down, lefties 315, righties 332. They have a 179 ISO versus righties. Scherzer's good for some home runs. He's a great play. He's a good pivot off of Cole. Uh, I think Cole will be higher owned, but uh, I'll be going Cole over Scherzer if I go up. I don't think I'll be going all the way up tonight, but that's where I would go. Again, Robbie Ray 10-1 at the Washington Nationals. 3.58 road ERA compared to 3.46 at home, averaging almost 19 points a game on the road. Recent homes, the road starts at Toronto 31, at Coors Field we skip, at San Francisco 25, at Tampa Bay 30, at Col- he goes back to Col- Colorado gets a 23, so one bad and one good, then at the Cubs, 16. So a lot of good stuff there with Robbie Ray. What it's always been with Robbie Ray is don't walk people. Plain and simple with Robbie Ray. When he's not walking, guys, he's great. He's got a 31% K rate, but an 11.5% walk rate, 41% ground ball rate. Washington strikes out 24% of the time versus left-handed pitching. And when you really break it down, they have a team total of 4.5. Lefty's 286, righty's 319. So Robbie Ray and GPP's at 10-1. Be super low owned with some big time upside. And the last guy above 10K, Blake Snell, $10,000 at home against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. It, it, it always sucks using uh, someone against the Angels because they just don't strike out a lot. But Blake Snell, 291 home ERA, 22 points on average at home. He's been absolutely outstanding just overall, period, this year. Just 20 point game after 20 point game after 20 point game. Lots to love with Blake Snell. Again, uh, LA only strikes out 17% of the time versus lefties, but. Snell, a minus 180 home favorite. He almost has a 35% K rate and a 20% swing strike rate of his own. 44% ground ball rate. Everything's looking great. And the Angels are a 3.1 team total. Third lowest on the slate. Lefty's 309. Righty's 246 versus Snell. So Snell at $10,000. Very, very appealing up top. So 10K and above. I got Cole 1. You can go Scherzer as a 1B. And then it's Snell and Robbie Ray. I, I feel, if I feel like I'm paying up, I'm paying up for Snell. That's where Snell or Ray in a GPP. That, uh, you know, almost $2,000 savings from Cole to Snell could definitely come in handy elsewhere on this slate. Okay, we'll go to the 8 and the 9K range. Kyle Gibson, 9300 bucks at home against Kansas City Royals. It really sucks paying this much for Kyle Gibson, but it's a very, very good matchup. He did get beat up by them earlier this year in Kansas City. But overall at home, a 3-2-4 ERA averaging almost 21 points per game at home. Recent home starts against the White Sox, 31.6. Against the Angels, 16. Against Baltimore, 27. Against Toronto, a whopping 8. But he also had some nice, nice starts on the road in between that time. When you look at Kyle Gibson, Kansas City strikes out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. And Kyle Gibson's a minus 205 home favor. That's only second to Garrett Cole on this slate. So the win equity is very, very nice. Uh, 25% K rate for Gibson, 14% swinging strike rate, and a 47% ground ball rate. He just keeps getting better and better and making it happen. You got Kansas City with a 4.15 team total. Lefties 369, righties 325. But we look at the Royals, only a 313 Woba and an OK 172 ISO. First right-handed pitching. So Kyle Gibson at 9300 bucks. Yeah, it's a steep tag for Gibson, which might lower his ownership, but it's a great spot against the Kansas City Royals. When you drop down, you got Nick Pavetta, 8600 bucks at the Atlanta Braves. This is a GPP only because Pavetta still trying to get his bearings back, but since he's come back from the minors, he's been very, very good. 17-7, 29-7, 33-2 in his three starts since coming back from the minors. 
and one of those was at the Los Angeles Dodgers. It says a lot. The Braves are a very good offense. We've been using them and targeting them quite a bit of late. There's no hiding that at all. But they do strike out 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Pavetta, 22% K rate, 46% ground ball rate. He will give up some hard contact, so we've got to work on that. But a lot of that hard contact came earlier in the season as well. The Braves have a team total of 5.1. That's scary. Lefty's 352, righty's 369. But the reason I'm looking at Pavetta and I kind of look at his uh, the stats hitting like success against him, I take it with a grain of salt because this is a new look Pavetta. This is looking like the old year Pavetta, and it could change. It's only been three starts, but they've been much much different. He's not he hasn't walked anybody in his last two starts. He struck out at least six or more in three in all three starts. He's looked outstanding. So I, I don't mind Pavetta in GPP at 8600 bucks. I respect the hell out of the Braves, but uh, this is a very interesting GPP play at low ownership on this slate. After Pavetta, I think we have a popular play because somehow Eduardo Rodriguez is only $8,000 at the Baltimore Orioles. Yes, Baltimore has random pop. Yes, it's a lively ballpark. Yes, they can hit lefties okay. But you look at Erod, you know, four ERA at home, six ERA on the road. But he's faced Baltimore this year, six and two-thirds, two earned for 29.2 points. His last two road starts, 23 at KC, 22 at Houston. So it's the thing with Erod, like it always is, it's, does he walk guys? Because the strikeouts will be there. Strikeout upside is tremendous. And that's why I love him for 8K, especially against the Baltimore Orioles. Team that strikes out about 23% of the time versus left-handed pitching. And Erod's a minus 170 road favorite, which is outstanding. He's got a 25%, 26% K rate of his own, 46% ground ball rate, limits the hard contact. If he's not walking guys, he's in business. You got a Baltimore team with a 4.2 team totals. He's got the reverse splits, lefties 356, righties 289. And an Orioles team with a 306 Woba and a 157 ISO, nothing special at all versus left-handed pitching. So I think I think Rodriguez is going to be popular. I think he's a really, really good play. $8,000 tonight against Baltimore is definitely worth a look. So in your 8 and 9K range, I got Erod 1, Gibson 2, Pavetta 3. Pavetta with that GPP appeal, though. All right, dropping down to the 7s and below, you got CeCe Sabathia, $7,400 at the Chicago White Sox. Uh, the White Sox eventually got the J.A. Happ. You know, they got to him, but it wasn't quite what we were looking for if you're playing bats for Chicago. But you got CeCe, who's just been quiet. You know, he got 16.75 shutout innings and three Ks against the White Sox. He has limits the damage. The last three starts, though, three earned runs or more. But still, you know, he had eight and a half at Cleveland with a 19, even though he got three runs, 19 points against Boston, 16 against Baltimore, 15 against Tampa, you know, 15s. Doesn't have the huge, huge ceiling, but a lot of upside to just a cash game floor it with CeCe. So he's not like a major, major upside guy, but decent floor in that matchup. All right, Adam Plutko, 7200 bucks at the Detroit Tigers. Two things playing for here. He's facing Detroit. For those that follow along with Homer Bailey yesterday, he got 25 Homer Bailey points for like in the 5K range. 5200 bucks, I think it was. That's outstanding. We got Plutko, who's made three starts this year. Um, he made two, had a little break. His last time against the Yankees, six innings, two earned, four Ks. Not a huge K guy, four, three, and four in his starts, but... He had a minus four against Tampa, but then in the Yankees in Baltimore, 19-7, 21-7. So the upside's there with Adam Plutko. It's not lights out great stuff, but it's it's there, especially when Detroit strikes out 26% of the time. First right-handed pitching. You got Plutko, again, not a big K guy, 16% K rate, but doesn't walk anybody, a 3% walk rate. And, and the scary thing is a lot of fly balls, but limits the hard contact. He's got a really weird, really weird um, peripheral like sheet when you look at him. But it is a Detroit team. That's not going to overly scare you at the plate. They have a 4.5 team total. Lefty's 221. Righty's 421 versus Plutko. So some reverse splits there. But a Detroit team with a 285 Woba and a 149 ISO versus right-handed pitching. That's dreadful. 
So they strike out a lot, and they're just not good against right-handed pitching as we saw last night. So Plutko at 72, very much in play this evening. Zach Davies, 6800 bucks at the Giants is a really, really good play. Giants offense is abysmal. Davies a 188 road ERA, 15.5 points on average. Um, his last few road starts, 18.5, 17.3, 21.9, 18.1. All really good stuff there. And now he gets to go into AT&T Park where you just get it done on the daily. A Giants team strikes out almost 24% of the time versus righties. Davies is a minus 130 road favorite. He's not a big strikeout guy, but doesn't walk many. Has a 43% ground ball rate. So lots to like there with Davies. And a Giants team with a team total of four, sixth lowest on the slate. He's 6,800 bucks. He got the sixth lowest team total against him tonight. Lefty's 345, but righty's only 302. And the Giants at 285 Woba, 156 ISO. Not good at all versus right-handed pitching. So Zach Davies at 68. Very solid look for you there. And then your last one, if you're just going to punt it and cross your fingers, Marco Gonzalez is 5300 bucks at the Oakland Athletics. Marco's been much better on the road. A 302 roadie ERA compared to 653 at home. He's faced the A's once this year. Six innings, seven hits, three earned, four Ks for 15 DraftKings points. Uh, you look at his last few road starts, almost 20 at the Angels, almost 15 against Texas. Struggled at Boston, 14 and a half at the Yankees, 16 at the Angels. He's 5300 bucks. Gives you that 15-plus upside. Against an A's team, that's good. They're going to keep getting better as they keep getting healthier. But they haven't been lighting the world on fire. They strike out almost over 21% of the time versus left-handed pitching. You know, Marco, not a huge K guy, 16%, but a 39% ground ball rate. is something to keep an eye on there. Oakland has a 5.15 team total. Lefties, 348. Righties, uh, 321. So they do hit they do hit lefties really, really well. We know that for sure. But Marco at 43 has some upside for you there. So recapping your pitching up top, Garrett Cole or Max Scherzer, and then Blake Snell, Robbie Ray. If you're going to save money, go to Snell and Ray. No questions asked. Uh, in the middle, 8K and 9K range, Erod, Gibson, and then Pavetta makes for a very intriguing GPP play. 7K and below, I got Zach Davies 1, CC 2, Plutko 3, Marco Gonzalez 4. But just know CC is pretty much, uh, he's just a cash game play. No real upside outside of that. Let's get into the hitting on this slate. Catcher's position, you got Mitch Garver at 53 against uh, Brad Keller is interesting, to say the least. JT Omuto gets freed is interesting as well. But I think there's other ways to go about it on this slate. Like Jason Castro at 43 versus Keller, similar upside, a lot cheaper than Mitch Garver. James McCann versus CC at 41. He does hit lefties very, very well. Going down even farther, though, you can look at the likes of Roberto Perez at Cleveland at 3900 bucks for his Ryan uh, Carpenter as Carpenter is just not good at baseball. There's no real way to sugarcoat this, and he gives up a lot of home runs. A lot of home runs, a lot of fly balls. We look at uh, Ryan's stats here. He's only got a 14% K rate, only a 34% ground ball rate, and a 45% hard hit rate. So you can definitely take advantage of that. You got uh, Roberto Perez at 3,900 in that one, or Jorge Alfaro at 39 or Steven Brault's very, very solid as well. So if you're not paying up, there's options down below. Our boy Omar Navarez. 3900 versus uh, Bassett's intriguing, but if I'm paying that price tag, I'm looking at Alfaro. I'm looking at Perez. Now, if you go farther down, though, like Brian McCann at 37's in play. Our boy Chance Sisko went deep yesterday. I hope you guys keep playing him, but he's worth versus Erod tonight, so I'll probably pass this evening and jump back on it later as you got like Pedro Severino versus Erod. It'll be more interesting to me. But Yadi Molina at 36 for Steven Matz in play. Um, you got Beef Wellington versus CC. 
He's worth a look for you as well. If you go down farther, Travis Dayernode versus Andrew Heaney at 33 could be a cheaper option for you if you choose to go that direction. Uh, Kevin Smith, I'm not targeting Blake Snell. That's just not happening. Um, other than that, you have to check your lineups, but you got some good ones there, especially in that higher 3K range that you can look at at the catcher's position or just punt it. Danny Jansen got you 19 points last night. He was 2300 bucks, So you can always punt the catcher. First base. You got Daniel Murphy and Coors versus Quantrill at 54. Very, very intriguing price point for you there. A few other ones for you. Uh, Josh Bell's always interesting. Cody Bellinger, I respect Hendricks, but Belly double-donged last night. That was a biggie. Got you like 33 DraftKings points or something. Uh, Freddie Freeman and GPP versus Pavetta at 5K is also worth a look. Going on down, though, you got like um, Carlos Santana swinging a really, really good bat for Cleveland. Switch hitter, 4800 bucks versus Ryan Carpenter. Santana's averaging over 10 points in his last 10, 16, 16, 9 in his last three. Put in a 520, 513. So there's upside there with Cardo Santana at that $4,800 price point. Uh, you go down farther, you got like CJ Crone. You like him versus a lefty more than a righty, but still not a bad play at 4,700. Um, sorry, these allergies are killing me right now. Uh, Garrett Cooper swinging a really, really good bat. 4,600 bucks. First base outfit eligible. Against Stephen Brawl. Cooper's averaging 12.3 over his last 10, put up a 33 spot his last time out. When you look at the fish on tonight's slate, they have a 4.35 team total. Lefties 284, righties 388 versus Stephen Brawl. So Garrett Cooper at that price point, not too shabby at 4,600. It's a high price for him, but a very good looking play there that'll probably still get overlooked on a slate like this. You got Jose Abreu at 43 versus Sabathia, not the worst play in the world. Um, Brandon Belt at 42 if you're going to fade Zach Davies. Could be an interesting play for you. Dominic Smith at 41 versus Ponce de Leon. Ponce de Leon's a very intriguing play, but uh, not a huge sample to really get going one way or the other. But it's been up and down for him and his time in the bigs. Uh, going down a little bit farther, getting below 4K now. Uh, you could look at the likes of Yuli Gurriel versus Aaron Sanchez. you got upside there at 3,900. Not a great play, but there is upside in that one. Um, Justin Smoke, if you want to think Garrett Cole's going deep, Smoke's only 3500 if you want to go really contrarian. But most of your plays are in the mid-4K and above range at first base. Second base, you got Moustakis versus Pomeranz at 52. I don't mind that at all. It's, I know it's lefty-lefty, but Moose can take advantage of that just fine. Uh, farther down you look, though, you got Derek Dietrich versus Shelby Miller or Jesse Chavez. I've seen either one pitching. It really doesn't matter. Dietrich and a GPP at 46 versus either one of those is very, very intriguing in their matchups. Uh, you got Ryan McCann and Coors versus Quantrell at 43. That could come into play first base, second base eligible. Um, getting down to the bottom of the 4Ks. Rugnino Dor and a GPP in Great American Small Park at 41 versus Male. I don't hate that at all. Jeff McNeil and Cash at 4K versus Ponce de Leon. He could be worth a look for you. You got Ian Kinsler at 4K in Coors versus Hoffman. Uh, last night, Ian only got you, he didn't even play last night, so uh, he's not a must play, but getting a 4K guy in Coors had to be mentioned at least. Uh, the farther down you go, though, like if you want to fade Robbie Ray, Brian Dozier at 38 has been playing much better, hitting lefties really, really well. He's worth a look. Or Chad Pender versus the lefty Gonzalez. We know how Pender loves facing his lefty, so you can look there. D. Gordon's back off the IL, facing Bassett at only 3,600. He hasn't really gotten going in his, his couple games since his return, but is a cheap option for you there. In that matchup, Joe Panic at 35 for a cheapie. Shed Long went deep the other day. He's 34. He's a, a, a super punt, not, not one that I'm circling to have to use, but a definite punt if you need it. 
And then where did you go, little fella? There's usually one more down here. He's really getting the discount these days. But uh, where did you go? Wow. Let me see. Let me just type it in. It's be a lot quicker. Good radio here. Good radio. Uh, Nicky Lopez is 2900 bucks for Kyle Gibson. Lopez went deep yesterday. Someone you can take a look at if you so choose. But 2900 bucks is a punt, likely hitting towards the top of the Royals lineup. I like Gibson a lot, but that's still a nice cheapie if you're looking for it. Heading over to third base, you obviously have Arenado and Coors at 56. That's always worth the look for you. Uh, Mustakis at 52. Bregman at 51 is not bad, but you know I say it every single day right now. You can save money, $5,000. Rafael Devers went deep yesterday, 14 more points, averaging almost 10 over his last 10, 14, 10, and 12 in his last three. If he didn't have four zeros in a row, he basically has 14, 10, 12. He had four zeros, and then 13, 32, 15. The dude is raking, and people aren't looking at it correctly because they see those four zeros, and it kind of skews their grand scheme of things, but... Devers is on fire. He's getting Dan freaking Straley and hitter-friendly Baltimore plus the Baltimore bullpen. Devers at 5K is an outstanding play. Uh, we haven't really mentioned much Boston yet because the big boys haven't shown up. But you look at Boston, they have a 5.3 team total. Let these hit are uh, just crushing, just crushing in Baltimore. Further down, he looked like a Scott Kingery third base outfield. They're talking about maybe moving him towards the front of the lineup. That would be nice. He's 4,800 bucks for uh, uh, Freed. Freed's been good, but Kingery's got some big GPP appeal at 4,800. Uh, Drew Cabrera could be in play, but Eugenio Suarez versus likely Shelby Miller at 45. That screams massive value on that one. Manny Machado's still too cheap, folks. He was 44 yesterday. He's 43 today against Jeff Hoffman. Yesterday's against John Gray. Gray's technically a better pitcher than Jeff Hoffman. I don't know what DraftKings is doing, but Manny Machado double-donged yesterday. I know he's been very bad and inconsistent for what we expect from Machado. This is Coors Field. Versus bad pitching. He's 4300 bucks. He's third base shortstop eligible. He should be in a lot of lineups. Matt Chapman swinging it really, really well. Versus Marco Gonzalez at 42. He's worth a look as well. So third base really having some good options for you. Our boy Marwin Gonzalez. Third base outfit eligibles over 4K. Finally, DraftKings. He's 4100 bucks. This dude just continues to rake. He's averaging 10.3 over his last 10. 8 and 19 in his last 2. He's a cash game staple with GPP upside. At 4,100, third base, outfield, eligible. If you do want to attack Steven Brault, which I have no problem attacking him, and the Marlins will be super low-owned as usual. I mentioned Garrett Cooper already. You got Brian Anderson averaging 10 over his last 10, coming off 8 last night. Uh, good upside play there at 4K in his matchup. When you go below 4K, if you're looking for value, Colin Moran at 38 versus Richards comes to mind for me as an option. Kyle Seager at 37 versus Bassett, so third base is loaded. This is a position we like to use multiple guys. Luis Arez, second base, third base, 3,500 versus Brad Keller. If he cracks the Twins lineup, he's in play for you as well, even if it's at second base where I overlooked him. Short stop position. You got Tatis Jr. at 57 in Coors. Trevor Story was versus a lefty yesterday, guys. Do you know what he did? He went deep. Uh, he's in Coors today against righty Quantrill, but still a really good play at 55. I mentioned Bogarts is a nice contrarian play. I even wrote him up because of the righty-righty matchup. He's got, and he went deep. He's got Straley tonight at 5,200. Like Jorge Polanco at 5K, he's just as good as those guys above him if you want to save some cash. Really good spot there versus uh, Brad Keller. In that matchup, going below 5K, Gene Segura versus Freed, not bad at all. Tim Anderson, I liked him versus Hap yesterday in GPP. He got 21 points as he went deep. He's got CC tonight. He's 4,500 and very GPP relevant yet again. Uh, Marcus Simeon at 45 is not bad, but if I'm paying that price point, 
I'd rather gamble on Tim Anderson, even though CC limits the hard contact. Both are good plays, but I think that upside, like the ceiling is there with Tim Anderson. At the same time, just save $200 and go $4,300 Manny Machado. Pretty simple. Uh, if you want to go down farther, somehow Nico Goodrum now has shortstop eligibility. He's outfield shortstop eligible at 4200 against Adam Plutko. That is a very good look there at that price point. I uh, got Paul DeYoung at 42. He went deep yesterday. Hopefully he's getting healthy. He had that wrist injury that's really slowed him down. Ahmed Rosario at 39 versus Ponte Leon is a good value play as well. Adrian's if he cracks the Twins lineup at 38, is in play. Other than that, when you go down... You'll see some value here and there, but there's a lot to like there in that kind of 4K range. Polanco down from 5K if you don't want to pay up. All right, outfield positions. You got Christian Yelich versus Pomeranz, of course, but Blackman, huge game last night. 5,800 bucks. He had 43 points last night. He's averaging 15.5 over his last 10. 43, 3, 25, 24 over his last four. Gets Quantrill tonight. Pray for the kid. Just pray for him. But Blackman at 58 is very, very solid. You got Renfro and Coors. Not bad either, but Mike Trout versus Snell, GPP only. You can never count Trout out, but that's a tough matchup tonight. David Dahl, only 5300 bucks versus Quantrill's very, very nice. Betts, Benintendi, and J.D. Martinez. J.D.'s only 5K, Benintendi 51, Betts 52. J.D. went deep yesterday. All great plays versus Straley and company. Nixon Zell's up to 5100 That is wild. Starling Marte continues to crush, folks. He's 5100 versus Richards. Don't hate that at all. You have Belly Bombs. Fran Mill Ray is up to 5K, so some of the Padres got the price bump, just not Manny Machado. That's very, very good stuff there. Uh, when you go to uh, the Braves, Acuna Jr. versus Pavetta in the GPP, I don't mind it, but uh, Max Keller, uh, Kepler, 4900 bucks for his, uh, Brad Keller, not bad at all. Nelson Cruz, 49 as well. Byron Buxton's 49 Lots to like there, depending on how you want to build your, uh, your Twins action, but Buxton continues to crush it, plus Kepler, Cruz. It's all really good stuff there, depending on how you want to mix and match your, your Minnesota stacks. Uh, you got Will Myers and Coors at 49. I liked him a lot yesterday. He was the cover boy. He didn't go deep, but you got you 13 points. I'll take that all day long. He's 4,900. Really good spot versus Hoffman yet again. Mentioned Kingery. We had those three uh, twins at 49. You got Eddie Rosario at 48. So four twins at 48 or 4,900. All really, really good plays there versus Brad Keller. When you look at Minnesota, 5.85 team total. Currently third highest on the slate. Lefties 353. Righty's 343 versus Brad Keller. So, very good look for you there with the Twins. Farther down, you look, you got Mazzara in Great American Small Park in a GPP. Mentioned Garrett Cooper at 46. Uh, Michael Brantley at 45 versus Aaron Sanchez. Very solid as well. Uh, I didn't notice it last night, but yeah, Josh Naylor did not get the start. That was a shame. If he does, though, he's 4,500 tonight versus Hoffman and Coors. I mentioned Conforto has a very good GPP play yesterday versus Flaherty. Uh, he, hit, he went deep. But the game got postponed, so those stats aren't there right now. But 4400 bucks for his Ponce de Leon is another good one for you there. Jordan Alvarez at 44, GPP play. Uh, Ramon Lariano at 44, swinging a really, really good bat. Uh, averaging 10 points over his last 10, 35 points his last time out. GPP upside there with Lariano, power, speed, combo. You can always GPP jock versus a, a righty uh, that's always in play. Like, Corey Soler swinging a decent stick at 43. I don't mind him in a GPP. Uh, you got Ryan Braun versus Pomeranz at 43. That's very solid. Wish it was in Milwaukee, but still not a bad play for you at all. Again, Nico Goodrum is 4,200. You got Jordan Luplow. We love targeting Jordan Luplow versus left-handed pitching. He gets Ryan Carpenter tonight at 4,200. That's the only time you target him. Versus left-handed pitching, 
you got it tonight at 4,200. Something to keep in mind for you there. A few other ones to, to peek at. Like Derek Fisher, he's leading off for Houston at 42 is in play. Uh, you got Chris Bryant versus Rich Hill at only 4,200. You're getting a discount. I know Rich Hill's good, but he, he goes about five innings. You get bullpen. Bryant's been quiet. So GPP only, but there is some upside at that price point. Farther down you go, like Oscar Mercado at 4,100 versus Ryan Carpenter. Pretty good value for you there. Brian Reynolds at 41 versus Richards isn't horrible. Dom Smith versus Ponce de Leon at 41. So some decent value. Our boy Marvin Gonzalez as well. And then you get to Chris Davis. Crush Davis, who loves hitting with tons of power, loves hitting off a of left-handed pitching. Gets Marco Gonzalez. Davis 10-17-0-21 over his last four. So good stuff there. He's 4100 bucks. Nice savings in that one versus Marco. You got Eloy Jimenez at 4K versus Sabathia. Very good look there. Marquez is at 4K versus Pavetta. Ben and Brian Anderson at 4K versus Brault. So it all depends on where you're stacking up because there's tons and tons and tons of options here that you can go through. You got Castellanos at 3,900 when you get below 4K now. Josh Reddick only 39 versus Sanchez. Very good look for you there in that matchup. If you want a cheaper piece of Boston, JBJ is only 38 versus Dan Straley. That's got some serious potential for value there. Uh, Jesse Winker has been really quiet, but it's Shelby Miller and the rest of that Texas pitching at 3,800 in Great American Small Park. So that's a really good GPP play when you're looking for value in that matchup. you got Tony Kemp at 38, who you could take a look at. Um, you know, mentioned Chad Pender at 37 earlier. Stephen Piscotti only 37 versus Marco. So lots to like there. Because when you look at Oakland, 5.15 team total. Lefties 348, righties 321. So you're getting some actually savings there with Oakland in that matchup. So something to keep in mind when you go through all of that. All right, recapping your pitching real quick on this slate, 10K and above. I got Cole Scherzer up top, and then you got uh, Snell and Robbie Ray. When you go down into the 8 and 9K range, you got Erod, Gibson, Pavetta, Pavetta, good GPP upside. And then down below, Davies, uh, CC, Plutko, Marco. CC's cash only, not a GPP. When you're looking to stack, you got Cincinnati against if it's Jesse Chavez, if it's Shelby Miller, whoever. Great play in Great American Small Park. Obviously, you got Colorado and San Diego. Those are those are givens. But then outside of that, Minnesota versus Brad Keller, very, very nice. The Astros have been sl- struggling, but could definitely get to Aaron Sanchez. Lefty's 336, righty's 364 in that matchup. Uh, Boston pitched in against uh, Junis right now, and then I've also seen Yacobonis. Doesn't matter. All the Baltimore pitching is horrible, and Boston's not actually that expensive, so you can have some fun with that. I don't hate Oakland versus Marco. Uh, that's got upside Ryan uh, Cleveland versus Ryan Carpenter, especially the, from the right side, but both sides. Lefty's 299, righty's 419. So they're in play for you as well. Tons of plays to go, so this is why you come to the Quant Edge member Discord. If you need to join over there, use promo code Bubba, rest of MLB season 7499. All sports first month, 1999. I'll answer questions for you there or in the Fantasy Sports DGN's Slack chat. All right, let's look at the BVP on this slate. Uh, Gerardo Parra, 4 for 11 with a double and a homer off Scherzer, Dozier, or reverse Ray. Dozier and Kendrick has taken Ray deep as well. David Peralta, 5 for 14, two doubles, two homers off of Scherzer. Adam Jones, 13 for 35, three doubles, four homers off of Scherzer as well, which is pretty darn impressive when you really look at it in that one. All right, we got the Trey Mancini, 7 for 23, two doubles and a home run versus, uh, Erod, not bad numbers there as Trey Boo Boo is just the man. I got Mookie Betts, Christian Vasquez, Bogarts have all taken Andrew. Oh, see, this sheet has Kashner. I've seen Dan Straley. I've seen Yakamoto. Just play Boston. That's like all their pitching, or Baltimore pitching sucks. It's unbelievable how bad they are. 
It's going to be a good. It's it's a good weekend to play ball. Uh, Boston, lots of Boston. Uh, the farther down you go, you got a few guys here. You got Paul DeYoung, four for five with a double and two homers off Stephen Matz. Goldie's taken him deep twice. Weeders and Molina both have homered off of Matz. So some small samples, but good success versus Matz. Uh, Freddie Freeman, six for twenty with a double and a triple off Pavetta. Dansby Swanson, five for sixteen with a homer. Marquez is taking him deep as well. Uh, Beef Wellington, 3 for 10 with a homer off of CC. Tim Anderson's 2 for 8 with a homer. A uh, few other ones to look at here. As we slide on down, Max, uh, Max Kepler, 2 for 5 with a homer off Brad Keller. Uh, Alex Gordon's day to day, but if he's in the lineup, 16 for 48. So 333 clip versus Gibson, 2 doubles and 2 homers. And Alberto Mondesi and Lucas Duda have taken Gibson deep as well. Matt Chapman, 5 for 14 with 4 doubles off Marco Gonzalez. Crush Davis has taken him deep, so has Steven Piscotti. And you can get those A's pretty cheap. Those A's are going to be a sneaky stack tonight. Like I mentioned, when you look at them, their team total was pretty decent. It was, uh, where were you, little fella? Team total is 5.15. That is currently sixth on the slate. I'm imagining Cincinnati or Texas and or Texas might move up. But sixth highest team total, you got some value there that you can mix and match with other stacks. So don't sleep on Oakland tonight. That's one to, to keep in mind. Marco might shut him down. That's always possible, but... Value upside. Oakland definitely has it on this slate, like the Padres did yesterday. The Padres still do today, but you got it there. Back to your BVP. Muncy, Turner, Jock Jams all taking Kyle Hendricks deep in their matchups. Uh, Lorenzo Kane, four for seven, double and triple versus Pomeranz. Grandal's got taken him deep, so has Eric Thames. So lots to like there, but like I said, um, this is such a huge slate. Lineups will dictate a lot. A lot of news can change throughout the day. You really need to be in the TQE member Discord or the Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat. You need to be able to ask questions. Not just from me, just from everybody else that's building lineups and making this happen. Because uh, you know Cleveland versus Ryan Carpenter, super GPP play, but there's value to be had there. Oakland, serious value to be had there. So you can mix and match it with your Coors versus with your Twins, with your Boston. You can really take advantage there. And then you know there's going to be some of these lower teams that are going to blow up. Like maybe Max Free continues to struggle and Philadelphia has it for you there. Uh, Detroit versus Adam Plutko. You never know. Plutko's been good, but we've seen Plutko get blown up. Same with the, uh, Ponce de Leon versus the Mets. Those are kind of... What's, what could happen things? Uh, you look at the Marlins. Marlins, another one. They have a 4-3-5 team total. The freaking Marlins. That's good for them. Lefty's 284. Righty's 388 for Stephen Brault. So there are lots of ways to go on the slate to make it really, really interesting. 15-game slates are fun in that respect. Also stressful because you go out of your, your normal zone where you may be like, I build three to four lineups. I still stick to it in 15-gamers. But you really want to build like 20 lineups or more because you want to get a piece of everything you got to make your stand. you got to say, these are the guys I'm going with. This is what I'm doing. I'll help you the best I can to make that happen. So come join us there. I'm on Twitter at BDNTRO for any questions you have. If you can give a rating and review on iTunes, I'd appreciate it a ton. But I hope everybody has a great weekend. The U.S. Open was awesome yesterday. If you're out there Sunday, hit me up. I'll be out there. It's going to be a zoo, though. Absolute zoo. Place looks beautiful. On Tuesday when I was there, it was great. But uh, it's going to be great to watch it. Primetime golf is always fun. But you guys have a great weekend. This was MLB DFS Quickets. Your Friday, June 14th edition. I'm out.